Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WIP Morning Show on a Monday morning in a uh, season uh, for the ages. The Philadelphia Eagles demolished the New York Giants last night at the Meadowlands, a rainy Meadowlands, and they are now 12-1. and one. And by my calculations, and I am not one of those analytics nerds from the ESPN. Is that so? I believe this is the first time in history the Eagles have been 12-1. and one. I believe they have never been 12-1 and one hmm. prior to this. Well, you didn't uh, look that up, did you? you? No, you did I not. I said to you, uh, I have already, Maria, I'm not positive because I'm not Reuben Frank, <laughs> but I dress better. <laughs> Here with us today is his partner of the post-game show, uh, Reuben Frank. That is Barrett Brooks. He's here today. Hi, Barrett. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How's it going today? Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm glad you asked me how it's going, yeah. Barrett. Here's how it's going. It may actually be going too well. <laughs> that that right. may be the Barrett, case. <laughs> on, a, on a typical Eagles game, give and take close, I receive at RadioBand610 at gmail.com two to 300 emails. Right. Many of them, multiple emails from individuals who are highly frustrated. Are you ready to hear how many emails I received yesterday <laughs> during the entire game? Rhea, you want to take a guess? Five. Ten. Oh. <laughs> I got ten emails in three hours. I get more now when I'm sleeping. And I'm telling you, people, this city is struggling to figure out what to do with the team so good that it's almost, almost, not, not for me, by the way. I'm not speaking for myself. There's only one thing I care about, and that's winning. Mm-hmm. And what's happening right now is beyond great. I, got, I love it. Ange, I got I news for it. you. This, I love it. This team, and I knock on wood every time I say it, yep. this may be the greatest Eagles team ever. Yes. Wow. Ever. Yes. yes. By wow. the way, 2004, they were 12-1. and one. The year they went to the Super Bowl. No. Yes. They were 13-1. They were and one. Oh, two, 2004. 2004. Yes. Super Bowl. Yes. yes. But wasn't McNabb the quarterback? I believe he that was. That doesn't count. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Number Listen five will him. always love you. Listen to him at four today, and you'll hear more from that jackass. Right, but no, let me get back. Let me refocus here for a second, because what happened yesterday, here's the best way I can You know the picture that you should take out of yesterday's game? The photo, the, the shot of Jeff Lurie in the luxury box in the rain <laughs> in the Meadowlands with six minutes to go in the game, you would have thought they were losing by 30 instead of winning by 30. I said to Rhea, you, somebody, you, not, is it, you yeah, look depressed. I said it to you, and I said, somebody should tell them they're ahead. No, he, <laughs> Barrett, you saw it, right? Did you guys talk about it on the postgame show? No, no, we were too busy, you know, just just on and on and how good they are, you know. All right, so. you got one assignment today. <laughs> by 9 o'clock, Brooks, I need you to take your former partner, who's going to be sitting across from you right here, set joiner, and find things we can bitch about. Because it's not easy right now. We did it for six and a half years, so yeah. I'll I know you it. did. The guy's a master at bitching. I don't know what he's going to do when he gets here at nine. I do know this. At 7.30, when Nick Sirianni checks in with us, he will be pretty happy. He was uh, really great yesterday. He was even talking about his dad and, and emotion. It was all great. But anyway, let me start by just taking you through the game because there's not that much I need to say. It was over very quickly, and there was never much doubt. Here is a montage of the big plays by Marilyn Mike. Handoff. Sanders. Sanders. Touchdown. Touchdown.
down number nine on the season. On fourth down, Hurts back again. He's floating it for Devontae Smith, who makes the catch. The Giants miss, and he walks into the end zone. Oh, my The Giants goodness. gambled, flat out missed him. The Eagles 14, New York nothing. He is going deep. It is caught. A.J. Brown, touchdown. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. Hurts is back. He's going to run. He comes to the five. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. This is just smart quarterback. He breaks away at the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Miles Sanders, touchdown. Wow. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? How about yeah, that? Listen, this offensive line, they're so good. They block so well. Back again goes Tyrod Taylor. He steps up. He's hit. He's sacked. They got him, and the football comes loose, and the Eagles recover. Brandon Graham. This is this is a shellacking handoff. Boston Scott falls forward and touchdown Boston Scott. Final score. The Eagles 48. The New York Giants 22. I can't wait to hear people tomorrow tell us that the Cowboys are really the best team in the NFC. Sure, that's what they're going to say. Let them say that. And by the way, that ESPN <laughs> foolishness. Yes became a rallying point for the Eagles. Yep. Mm-hmm. As I'm going to tell you what happened. In the end, the, the when they were coming off the field, uh, Brandon Graham, having one of the best games of his long career, yelled out, bleep them. <laughs> and you knew he was talking about. And Hassan Reddick yelled, how, 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 how could they do this? And, and they used it. And good, that's good right for Barrett. There is no sequence of numbers by a group of analytics nerds that would be able to tell you that the Cowboys have a better chance to go to the Super Bowl than the Eagles. You look at the eye test, it's just, it's just not possible the for you to say test. that. The eye test. Watch yeah. the game. Exactly. I mean, tell me where they're lacking at. You know, you could say special oh. teams, but they're starting to work now too. Yep. You look at the eye test, you look at what they're doing, you look how successful they are, look at the categories in which they're leading in as, you know, top 10 in. You can't say that any team in the NFL is even close to holding anything towards them. And this Miles Sanders thing, he finally got to 1,000 yards. Should have done. Rhea and I will tell you, if you want something to bitch about, Yes, we wanted him to run the ball more yesterday. I was uncomfortable with how often Jalen was running. We have <laughs> wanted him. Let me make this as clear as I can. We have wanted Sanders to run the ball more every single game, and they're 12-1, <laughs> and, and we keep going, run the ball. He's terrific. And, and they lost their punter because they didn't. And, and, and I'll get to that. That's the only thing I really got to bitch about. One other thing I will say about yep. him, before the season, remember we talked to Brian Westbrook, yep. and we asked about the fact that he wasn't blocking a lot as yep. a back, and it's all about one. He blocks a lot now. He oh, does. I know he does. does. Well. And, but but uh, Barrett Brooks will be the first to tell you that that offensive line Ooh. loves to run block. <laughs> yes. They I mean, yeah. love it, right? You're going forward instead of backwards, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and here, yeah. Let, let me just let you hear the milestone run by Sanders yesterday. Hurts pitches out. Sanders has the first down and more. He's got 1,000 yards for the season, and he takes it almost to the 20s. He ended up with 144 yards yesterday. Career high. And I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, he had 143 two weeks ago. Yeah. But they're not even giving him the ball. He's averaging 5.2 yards a carry. Last year, 5.5. The year before, 5.3. Merrill was saying yesterday that on plays that did not work, he was getting four yards. (laughs) He was saying, he was saying, just give him the ball. This guy gets you yards almost all the time. Use him more. So, see, I'm, I'm trying to find things to bitch about. It's very yes. hard. Yes. All right, but anyway, let me get to uh, some of the comments in the locker room because they also uh, uh, really 
fun to listen to. Uh, Nick Sirianni made it clear at 12-1. I can't even think about what he's actually thinking. His father's a football coach. His brother's a football coach. None of them, none of them have ever been 12-1. And, and now he's 12-1 in his second year as an NFL coach, and he said, pay no attention. This means nothing. It's, it's just the way we go about business here. Um, and so there's nobody that's content with anything because we haven't done anything yet. All right. And so um, our, our job is to get ready and, and go win this game this week and forget about what's happened in the past. And we, we're, we're, we're going out there to play a good opponent this week. And, and how do we win that game? Suddenly, after some doubts early on in his tenure here, I, I look upon Nick Sirianni now as a football sage. <laughs> Every word he says now, I think, should be uh, put in a tablet and sent it here. The guy, I mean, honestly, the 12 and 1, it, other than being highly emotional on the sideline and getting excited when they score touchdowns, do you see anything from the guy after the game? Nothing. Calm. Calm, Two just guys. like his quarterback. Yeah. His quarterback's the did same you, way. Did you see the cut on the sidelines where I think it was Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown are yucking it up? And right next to them is Hertz just staring yeah. straight Stone at him. Stone face. Yeah. was telling me that before, right? I mean, they, yeah, just, not, no, he doesn't care. Until they win a Super Bowl, he's not going to smile. Absolutely. You'll see him, you know, clown around then. But right. he's got his goal. He's got where, his, where he's supposed to be at. And uh, he's not happy until he gets there. And uh, Hertz, uh, here's what he had to say about why they got to go a lot further. I know the preparation that we put in. I know how we prepare. I know the time that we invest into it. I know we sacrifice to come out here and play on Sundays, but not only that, the preparation throughout the weeks, uh, coming home late, getting up early, doing all those things. And if you want something bad enough, you have to be able to sacrifice some things for it and, you know, work for it. So, you know, I don't think um, when you put the type of work in that we put in and when you invest what you invest into it, you know, you, you go out there, and you, you know, you just want to execute at a high level. You want to kind of collect the check. You want to let all the work show. You know, and I think that's just what we're doing as a football team. God, I, I love like him, to, man. I would like to say this, and I think you're going to join me. That right there, what you just heard, that's my favorite Eagle quarterback of all time. Right there. In his third year. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because hmm. I, I watch him play now and passes. That they, they dropped three balls in the first half. Just about every pass he threw was Fantastic. Remember the one he threw to oh. AJ that AJ ran the wrong route. Yes. AJ acknowledged after oh, yep. he got on me for doing it, but he we can do. we, we can get we can talk about like that with first each other. First drive, which was perfection. Great third down throw to Devontae. In traffic, puts it right on his hands. Ah, what a player he is! And then finally, uh, yeah, in order to give you the full picture of what's going on, they were perplexed in the other locker room because uh, it was their home crowd supposedly. And uh, they got their asses kicked. <laughs> and Brian Dable, who at one point was being considered for the coach of the year, uh, had this to say about what the Eagles did to his team. Look, guys, losing sucks. Um, you put a lot into it. Um, and, look, we got beat. I mean, there's no, there's no other way to talk about it. We got beat in every area. Um, they're a good football team. All right, so there's only one way to truly savor that victory, and that is to bring on a representative of the losers – and, in <gasps> fact, a loser himself, Adrian the Giants fan. <laughs> Let's see how much he's cackling today. Oh, no. Hi, Adrian. Uncle Angelo, I take my hat off to you guys, man. I mean, y'all got a hell of a quarterback, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Did you expect to get throttled that badly in your old building, Adrian? 
No, I really didn't. I, I thought it was gonna be a little a lot closer. Um I'm telling you, man, Jalen Hurts, man, y'all got y'all got y'all got one name, man. I'm telling you, man. I mean, y'all y'all play y'all, I mean, what can you say? I mean, y'all the best in the league. Y'all twelve and one. Uh everybody y'all put in front of y'all, y'all y'all pretty much beat. Um uh, Hey, it might be four to two now. That's how it looks. Yeah. He's, he's, he's already anticipating another Eagles Super Bowl. I got to tell you, Adrian, you're, you sound exactly like my son after the game. He's a Giants fan. Anyway, look, I know for a few weeks you guys were the best team, and you showed that again yesterday. Adrian, you know, here's the thing. You're a huge Sixer fan, and, and Embiid put up 53 last night. Who's the biggest star in Philadelphia right now, Embiid or Hurts? Hurts without a doubt. Yeah, it is. He's a leader. I mean, he's a leader. Oh. I mean, I mean, Embiid is not a leader. Hurts is a yeah. leader. I mean, this guy, true. this guy's awesome, man. I'm telling you, y'all, y'all, hey, look, y'all got, hey, look, Angelo. Yeah, I called win, lose, a draw. You did, and I want to give I you mean, credit. I, I, I don't want to. You're I don't not like. High. Look, I want you to say you are not like that little cockroach Lamont, the Cowboy <laughs> fan. Adrian, <laughs> after his team loses, I don't hear for for two weeks, all right? Uh, so he'll probably call it because they pulled the game out. I'm glad the Cowboys won so we can kick their ass in two weeks on Christmas Eve. Beautiful. We'll I, sing I, Deck the what. Halls <laughs> with Bowser's <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> now I sound like Adrian. Adrian, thank you for uh, fessing up. I appreciate it. Let's get Bernadette up here next from Tabernacle. Hi, Bernie. E A G L E S All right, you sound like you're still watching the game, Bernadette. What was it like for you yesterday? It was exhilarating. Yeah. Was it Very great? enthusiastic. I, I got to be honest with you, Ria. With about four minutes to go, I checked the Red Zone channel. So did I. You know, I got to tell you why. <laughs> It was almost too easy, Bernadette. It was not even a contest. The Eagles are so much better than the Giants, it's laughable. Uh, the, the Eagles are the best in the NFC East, man. No. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. They're the best in the NFL. That's what yesterday showed. NFL. Bernie. NFL. Bernie, they're Sorry. not. NFC East. Uh, absolutely. celebrating. NFL. You understand? NFL. That's what I meant to say, Ann. NFL. All right. And that's why, Bernadette, thank you for the call. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope it's not too early to do this, but I want. Ladies and gentlemen, I demand. Right here on this show at 614 on the day after the 12th victory, a heartfelt apology by ESPN for the idiocy they inflicted upon our fan base last week, suggesting that a group of computer nerds in some little corner in Bristol, Connecticut, decided to look into computers, garbage in, garbage out, and indicate that the Cowboys were 50-50 to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Barrett Brooks. Was that not an appalling thing to say during our miracle season? I mean, they beat an Indianapolis team that gave up in the fourth quarter. They had turnover upon turnovers yep. in the fourth quarter, so that makes them better than us. I mean, watch the game. You know, yeah. look at what you're seeing. We have the best quarterback right now that's playing in the NFL. You know, you talk about MVP, there's no question right now. Who else can play at the level that, you know, hurts? And then I heard something. Somebody said something like, all right, if you take Daniel Jones and put him in – our offense behind our offensive line, he no. could do the same thing? No. Hell no. There's no, no. way. 
No right, way. Listen to me, Bear Brooks. Do you also seek an apology from ESPN? Absolutely. That's absolutely. It. John Johnson, would you like uh, a, and I would like it in prime time. Oh, that would be even maybe, better. Maybe a special. <laughs> you know what this? You know what they're going to do, right? What are they going to do? They're going to spin that Cowboys disastrous win oh, into. No. Well, every team has games like that. They they're not better than the Eagles. We played them straight up. I agree. They're not better, Rhea. Do you demand an apology from Greenberg, especially? Yeah, Greenberg, you, <laughs> Greeny, Greeny. you pretty boy punk. <laughs> Does one Two actually be a pretty boy punk? I don't know. I, I just <laughs> I got swept up. 215-592-9494. Call in, please. And if anybody has something you want to bitch about, I would like to do it because I have to do four hours today. I've never done four hours after a game with no bitches. I got to have something. Uh, thank God Johnson's here. I got a bitch for you. <laughs> to, not yet. Oh, all Calm right. down. 215 <laughs> 215-